You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. Hello, podcast listeners. Yakko Warner here, and the only podcast we listen to in the Water Tower is the Grawlix Podcast. That's what you're listening to now. Aren't you smart? Good night, everybody! This is Randy. In the future, when the Grawlix Podcast does Doctor Who episodes, we just might have to make it a Doctor Who month. This is Melanie, and in the future, the technology creators will finally start listening to their consumers, and will make computers and cell phones with interchangeable parts so we can fix and upgrade them as needed. Woohoo! The future begins! And this is Jesse. In the future, you'll be able to stream as much Netflix as you want. You know, listen to other people's First Amendment right, freedom of speech. But podcast your First Amendment right, freedom of speech. Nope. Welcome to the Grawlix Podcast, episode number 51. Boy, it's a whole new era. Post-50. Post-50. Over the hill. We could probably get some breakfast for cheap. (laughs) (laughs) It's like it was supposed to happen. Hmm. Do we have in-house news for this episode? You you have a theme song for a Buffy podcast, yes? Yeah, I should have mentioned this last episode. No, because this is in-house news for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Uh, yeah, so I can't recall. I'm sure I've mentioned it on the show before. I know I've mentioned it on Patreon videos and stuff like that. But Yes, that's um, where you mentioned it, yes. Okay. Well, there is a podcast called the Pop Culture Roll Call Podcast. It's a great concept. Um, most of the time they discuss Buffy the Vampire Slayer. They go by episode, like through episode by episode. The concept is each of the hosts, there's typically three to four, sometimes five, if there's like special characters on the show, are each assigned a character, like permanently. And then each episode, they only watch the scenes that their character is present for. Mm -hmm. And then they get together and discuss the episode, which makes for fantastic things. Like, are you kidding? I didn't even know there was a Franken... Stein boyfriend in this episode or something like that, you know? Right, because their character was never around for it. Yeah, exactly. It's usually, although sometimes other characters know stuff that Buffy didn't experience, but it's usually like uh, Willow or Xander. Or like, like I had no idea that's what this episode was about. You know, mm-hmm. I thought it was about this. Um, <laughs> and it, they'd be totally wrong just because they experienced bits of a couple scenes. No, this is the episode where it's all about sex with Spike. <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean those episodes they're there mm. uh but they'll cover season and then take a, a break and do a movie or something and they'll come back and do the next season um so their podcast is kind of split up that way and each season they as their theme song they do they choose another cover of the buffy vampire slayers theme song and they had they did kind of a call out on the show and I was like, hey, I love that theme song. I make music. And uh, <laughs> so I put, yeah, so I put together a synthy, synthwave kind of throwback version of the Buffy the Vampire Slayer theme, um, which is something 16-year-old Randy would have never 
imagined that he was doing, but he did it. <laughs> so shut up, 16-year-old Randy. What do you know? Hey, and if you want to know things that 16-year-old Randy doesn't know, you can get that theme song on the Patreon uh, feed for our show. Yes. So they chose it for their season three episodes. Uh, right now, if you go check out Pop Culture Roll Call, search them up on iTunes. And uh, if you find their Lipson page, that's usually the most current. Their Their website isn't always super up to date. But you can hear the theme song there. Or, as Jesse said, the only other place you can listen to the theme song on cut, the only other place it's available is... Uh, yeah, become a supporter and you can check it out. Mm-hmm. That and many other wonderful things, things that are only available there. But yeah, I was super excited because I don't know, I get excited about my music when I'm working on it. This is the same for working on albums. And then when it, when it comes time to like wrap it up, I hate it. By the time I get to the end of like a song or something being done, I kind of hate it. And I've probably listened to it a thousand times at that point. Mm-hmm. So, you know. I, I sent it and I was like, eh, you know, if you like it, blah, 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 uh, you know, maybe it doesn't fit. Maybe I'll do another version later on. Blah, blah. And they're like, well, we'll check it out. And they have they said they had several submissions and they'll get together and listen to them and pick one. And they picked mine. So I was super pumped mm-hmm. because it's another one of my favorite podcasts that I ha- get to have some kind of um, effect on or influence mm-hmm. on. And he loves Buffy yep. the Vampire Slayer, too. I do enjoy it. Yeah. You know, feedback is intoxicating. So folks, if you would like to leave us feedback, how can they do that? <laughs> they can. Wow. <laughs> uh, if you want to leave, <laughs> I'm caught off guard. If you want to leave us feedback or send in, uh, you know, send us an email or a voice clip or leave us a voice message, uh, hit us up at letters at com or at Twitter, you know, why not? At Grolix Podcast. Or if you, like I said, voice message, you can uh, call 559-426-6427 or 559-4-COMICS. And, uh, you know, most likely we'll play it on the show unless, you know, you're, you you have a trucker mouth, a dirty trucker mouth. Mm-hmm. Or it's like, you know, <laughs> an hour and a half long rant, you know. Yeah. Those are for us, yeah, not for yeah. you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we'll edit that. We'll cut you off. We will do that. Um, but no, we'd love to get your input. Last episode, we had some great input on the Doctor Who stuff. And really, if you, you know, usually we announce what the next episode is going to be about. Oh, that reminds me what we didn't do last episode, but we can do it now. <laughs> I was going to say, we didn't for this episode, but you know. You know, if you know what we're going to talk about, we usually announce it. You got input, send it to us and we'll include it on the show and discuss your input. Add it to our input. Yeah, I mean, that was supposed to supposed to be an awkward transition, but it's true. I mean, like I did uh, I did comics for a online video game called Meridian 59. And it was like, uh, this isn't even my IP. Like, I can go nowhere with this. And I am having a ton of fun just making comic strips for this game that doesn't even exist anymore. I mean, like they don't sell it in stores. And uh, I'm just I'm just having a good time with it. And and it's because the community will respond. They'll let you know that what you're doing is awesome. So what's that's a nice feeling. That's a nice feeling. I love feedback. So, yeah. Whoa. What's this comic strip? Have we not talked about have we not talked about this? I was like, first off, I'm like, am I having a stroke? No. (laughs) Is he having a stroke? No. (laughs) 
what is this he's talking <laughs> no, about? No, no. And uh, okay, okay, oh, okay, okay. So there is a video game uh, that that my brother Louis, which we've referenced many times on the show, and I uh, used to play, which was called Meridian Fifty Nine, and it's still out there, uh, free to play. Uh, you can find it. Look. Just Google search Meridian 59. And I've done artwork for them in the past. Uh, they took the game to PAX a number of, uh, number of years ago. And I redid uh, some banner artwork and some posters for them. And uh, I was doing a uh, comic strip based on things, just ridiculous things that happen in the game. And the older a game is, the more ridiculous things you're going to find. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not the first person to do a fan comic strip of a game for sure, but uh, I was really having a good time kind of parodying and, and poking fun at one of my favorite online games, which is Meridian 59. And uh, I was just posting them on their forums just for fun. And it got to the point where I was having so much fun doing those that I was missing updates for uh, Tank Monkey, which I, which I was doing. That's my original character. You know, like the one that I can do legally uh, and make money off of legally. Yeah. You know, like I can do that. And uh, I was kind of like sloughing on my own original IP in order to make these comic strips for something I can't make money off of unless somebody says I can. Uh. So, yeah. So feedback is intoxicating. I mean, like that's it's it's super nice to know that people like what we're doing. Yeah. I, I love this episode already. Mm-hmm. I am I am not guilt tripping our listeners. I just think they should tell us that they love us. <laughs> <laughs> you love me. We just had a fiftieth anniversary. Did you even remember it? What's that on my back? Oh, it's not a pack. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, did we just like start this episode by just? Promoting everything, including things we can't make money out of, <laughs> and berating yeah. the cut the 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 listener for not supporting us. <laughs> yep, <laughs> it happened. Uh, it's the Grolix way, really. I like it. I think this is thirteen minutes in. <laughs> no, for for it. real, guys. We we appreciate you guys tuning in. Yeah. Let us know. Let us know if you like an episode. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I agree. And you do, and you do, once in a while, and and we super appreciate it. And that's what I'm trying to say. I'm just not doing it well. <laughs> and that's just how we roll. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All, all kinds super of awkward. awkward. <laughs> super awkward. Super awkward. We'll make fun that's of ourselves. That's why you tune in. We'll make fun of you. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. This is how we do. Yeah. Okay, so what are we doing this episode, guys? We are reviewing uh, something in Baghdad. And why are we doing this? <laughs> this is our flagship show. This is our episode of the month that is signature. Uh, this is the poll list. Yeah, that's what we do. Yeah. Just like awkward things. Awkward everything? Yeah. So, yeah. Our poll list. Uh, this is a book that was chosen and voted on by listeners and visitors to the website. You too. God, I'm pimping something again. You too can choose and vote on and influence the show. Go to GrawlixPodcast.com and there's a poll somewhere. Click the reading list page or or the poll list page or somewhere on a sidebar. And uh, yeah, and you get to pick what we read. Mm -hmm. Every month, the winning one. (laughs) Yes. The one with the most votes is the one we read and discuss next month. 
And next month, looking at the results, it's ironic because we just talked about this in the last episode. Uh, our winner is Robert Kirkman's Invincible. Really? And then we have a third, we have a three way tie for second place. So, people, please vote. Invincible pulled forward. Invincible won. Yep. Man. Invincible was like a new, uh, that came out of nowhere, didn't it? It just got added like maybe a week ago. Mm. But I, I apparently uh, people didn't think about it until it was up there and then they voted it. I was super excited too. Yeah. I love, I love it. Yeah. We, next month we will read and discuss Invincibles volume one through 10. Or we'll just remember and discuss. <laughs> no, not one through ten. <laughs> oh, spit take just about happened there. <laughs> oh, <Whoa>. sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll read some Invincible. I mean, Jesse's read none, so we will go to vo- book number one. Yeah. that That's helpful. It takes a couple, though, right, before it gets really good. Yeah, yeah. You might I, not be I, able to get I assume, one. I assume that there may be, I mean, this is like, like any anything where we just get a title, you know, if they don't give us a specific volume, it's it's uh it's difficult to know where to start because sometimes you want to pick what's the best, mm-hmm. the best of the best. But yeah, I don't know Invincible, so I have to start. We have to know. go and yeah. Invincible. It's super serial. Uh, in order to get like to do it proper, you have to start at the beginning. Yeah. Not to say there's not jump on points, but like I feel like if you were to jump on some random issue or something later in the series, fifty percent of what's awesome about Invincible will be lost on you because the continuity is super tight and there's okay callbacks, amazing there, callbacks. There are things that I haven't gotten to in the future that I know will be affected by things that I've already read because I'm like. Why did these random people just pop out of nowhere and then be like, oh, we're not right here yet, and then pop away? I know that's going to come up. I know it is. Yeah. Oh, sure. And probably, like, 30 issues later. Right. Like, he's long game. Mm -hmm. Oh, long game. Oh, long game Robert. Oh, long game Kirkman. Yeah. That's what they call him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's Robert Kirkman book, if you didn't know. It's the non-zombie book. (laughs) Yeah, that one. I actually didn't think that was going to win. I'm super excited. I even tweeted he's, about it, though. I was like, oh, somebody added Invincible. Uh, we had a four-way tie for a second there, where it was like Invincible, Owl Girls, Infinity Gauntlet, and the Immortal Iron Fist. It looks like we've got uh, Civil War and some other. Oh, there's other a, is. There's an other, huh? Yeah, there's another. And it's t- other is tied with Marvel Civil War. Well, so. wait a minute. What happens if it's other? Does They have to have a name, right? Well, other just means Randy is not doing his job and added it. Because when somebody adds something, it pops up as other, and then I have to go approve it. Oh. Which I will, you know, it's to keep it from being spam or obscene. And I will, of course, approve it. If but it's not spam. I have to know it's. Yeah. As long as it's a legit thing and not someone telling us we suck, which might come up later. And I don't, like, get <laughs> notified or anything. Oh, there's two others. Okay. Ooh. I'm adding them now, whoever added these. We were getting, this is good. We were starting to get low on titles. What? What's other? This is, this is there's breaking two. news. This two is others. exclusive. Okay. Also up for vote is, where'd it go? D- Daredevil Born Again. Oh, some and- Frank Miller. Which is, oh, yeah, that's classic Daredevil. I haven't read that. It's like yeah. essential Daredevil reading. And the other thing is Hellblazer, which is uh, oh Const- Constantine. Constantine stuff. Cool. 
Yeah, so. Oh, some DC and some Marvel. Okay. Oh, that's throwing back to some Swamp Thing right there. Yeah. Yeah, Hellblazer. I, I like what you guys are thinking. Okay, they don't specify what Hellblazer, so we'll probably go read some old school Hellblazer because I've been meaning to for a while. It's like the Hell yeah. It's like all the other Swamp Thing that I haven't he- read yet. I've been Hell Blazer, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Melanie's face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> All right. Wow, that was an exciting poll list announcement. Wow. Was. That was. That was. We got some new stuff on there. You guys go vote. Yeah, but this month we read We read Pride of Baghdad. Yeah. It's a graphic novel written by Brian K. Vaughn, illustrated by uh Nico Henrichen. I'm terrible with names. Um released through uh Vertigo or you know, DC's yes. Vertigo imprint uh on September 13th, 2006. So over 10 years ago. Yeah, wow. Weird. The story is a fictionalized account of the true story of four African lions that escaped from the Baghdad Baghdad Zoo after an American bombing in 2003. Uh, The book, I'm getting this from Wikipedia, of course. The book won the IGN Award for Best Original Graphic Novel in 2006. IGN has awards for that, or at least they did. Sure. Okay. Pride of Baghdad. This has been on the list for a long time. Uh Uh-huh. And I, yeah. had, uh, Jesse was aware of it. He has a copy of the book. Um, I had never yep. heard of this. Neither had I. So this was a first time read for me and Melanie both. Yes. It's like adult Lion King. Sure. <laughs> yeah, kind of. It's much bleaker. <laughs> yeah. More depressing. Yeah. yeah. That's oh, what yeah. I, that, that's my takeaway from this whole book is why'd you make me read this depressing sob fest? Thank you all. God. It's like Lion King, only slightly more rapey. <laughs> Sorry. Maybe oh, wow. Maybe yeah. Maybe and nihilistic, often. yeah. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. Oh god. Um <laughs> it starts with a, a like a raven saying the sky is falling. And it takes a while before the sky actually falls I, on them anyway. Yeah. I mean it was obviously they were flying from wherever war was happening. Mm. But uh so yeah, we we have a it was four lions in a zoo in Baghdad and uh they there is dialogue in this. Mm-hmm. What is it? How how many years have we been talking about this uh, being a no dialogue comic? And I got it wrong. You'd mentioned it. <laughs> well, you had mentioned it a couple times, and we talked about it being no dialogue. Times, yeah. And I think most recently, after I discovered it wasn't, um, the episode I was working on, I edited so that you don't mention it not being dialogue. I thought I thought you did that because I was listening and I was like, "Wow, did I really not even bring it up?" I I just think yeah. No. Okay. Thank so, you. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Was, so maybe we should edit this too and pretend like it never happened. A bit of editorial. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, I figured nah. you'd feel. I mean, we got it. we have to address that because I have. You did say for it for like three yeah. years. Said, "Hey, this this has got no words because it's been close a couple of times." Maybe um, it was just so good that you felt like it didn't need words. It transcended words. Yeah. I mean, the art and the splash pages, uh, like. Especially on the splash pages, it's like mostly art. So yeah. I'm I'm kind of on the right track. I'm just wrong. Well, and I'd say <laughs> the plot wise, the story that you're going to remember very much plays out through the actions 100%. Yeah. Through the art. Right. And the dialogue is just like character interaction. I mean, that could be said of a lot of things. Yeah. But like the plot does not come out through dialogue. And I, I think part of the reason we were like, oh, it's got no words. Yeah. 
Let's do that one. Because we're looking for a quick read. And, and it is. And even mm-hmm. with the dialogue, it is. it's oh, a totally. super fast read. Yeah, like I was yeah. like, I've read some of it, but I didn't finish it. And then I was like, I went to pull it up to finish reading it. And I was like, oh, I guess I read half of it already. I didn't even realize. Mm-hmm. So It's only like maybe 124 pages. Mm-hmm. And you're right. There are several splash pages. It ju- it does go fast. Yeah. Which is good. Or even on the pages that aren't splashes, like uh, this first page of the whole thing is three panels, essentially. You know, it's like, uh, what, one huge panel, one uh, small panel, and then like an inset panel. And that's it. That's three panels for one page. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a good thing that it went quick, though, because I don't think I could handle much more downer than I had already handled reading it. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was yeah, like, yeah. oh, this crappy thing happens, and then this crappier thing happens, and this even crappier thing happens, and so on and so forth until the crappiest thing possible happens. Yeah. <laughs> just when things are looking kind of up, no. Mm-hmm. Well, just from what Jesse had said and about, you know, what this it's about, we fit. Uh, the know. time period, yeah. I, I don't think I knew what it was about at all, really. Yeah. You might have said, but I probably was ignoring you. Because I had no clue. <laughs> because you do that. Yeah. Well, yeah, we knew it wasn't. And and last month, me and Jesse even kind of joked about, and yeah, we're going to read this, and it's about this. So come back for the laughs, because we knew it was going to be kind of heavy. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, no doubt. It's about, you know, it takes place in Baghdad in like... <laughs> desert, is it Desert Storm? Oh, or? no, 2003 would be... Operation Freedom or Freedom Fries or whatever it was at that time. Not <laughs> okay, Freedom Fries, okay. but that's where America was at. Yeah. So it was that whole business. Is the sequel to De- Desert Storm. Yeah. Whatever that was. Because because we had a name for it, of course. The Turtles are, said something about it being the second Great War or something like that in, in their dialogue also. Which I took to assume that he had been there for the first one. Did so they was say the it was totally radical? Because I feel like that's what turtles would do. He did not say did it was radical. That, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, two thousand during the two thousand three invasion of Baghdad um, by the U.S. led coalition. Yeah, it's, I mean Iraq War. Obviously. Oh, desert Desert Shield is that what they called it? Was it? No, Desert Shield was nineteen ninety. No, they were done with Desert War names. This was. You know, okay. Desert, desert, anything doesn't sound patriotic enough. It had to be something in freedom. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Hold on, we're gonna find oh, this man. out. I'm on the last page. That's awful. Iraq, 2003, U.S. invasion war on terror in Iraq, Operation Iraqi Liberation. Um, yeah, that sounds right. Fake news. <laughs> <laughs> Fake news. Yeah. Okay. I was wrong. It wasn't freedom. It was I want to be one of the people that makes these names up because Iraqi yeah. liberation. That, uh, same difference. Operation Planet X. Mm-hmm. Got Operation to pick, Planet who got X. To pick that. Wow. Yeah. See. Well, that's. Much... I like that. It, wait, wait, wait. Wasn't that like a Godzilla movie? <laughs> <laughs> like they go to Planet X and that's where they fight Ghidra. Uh, Apparently not. That was. I'm pretty sure. It was, uh, <laughs> seems to be a. A village. Yeah. That was an American raid to capture <laughs> people in a village. Yep. Uh, what? Planet X was the name of a thing on Earth? I guess. Yep. I am going to live in my delusion where it is where we first encounter King Ghidra. 
And I'm going to live in my delusion where we don't shoot little baby lions all defenseless and sad. Spoiler <laughs> alert. Um, <laughs> yeah. Also, true. Battle of Baghdad was another name for things. Okay. So, so it opens with crows being super obnoxious like crows are. Cat dancing and all sorts of skanks dead. <laughs> yep. We'll get to skank. Yeah, and these lions, uh, these crows are annoying a lion. There's lions in a zoo. One thing that took me by surprise is like, okay, so tracking down the book, I discovered that there's dialogue and, you know, it was from the animals. So I was like, okay, well, the animals talk to each other. I don't know. One thing, I don't I mean the animals are talking to each other, but I, I guess I was surprised by the cross species talking. Yeah. Like all the animals right. talk to each other. Uh-huh. Well, not all of them. They all yeah. understand each other. Yeah. yeah. They never talk to the horses. No. No, but they didn't like stopping it close to the horses. That's true. Okay. But, you know, there wasn't the incredible Mr. Ed. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't have any peanut butter to make them go. <laughs> <laughs> right. So there's the uh, male lion, a uh, grown male lion. Mm-hmm. Um, the baby lion was a boy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's an old, older uh, female lion. Mm-hmm. With one eye missing or like scratched, scarred over. And then there's a f- younger female lion. Who is the mother of the cub. Yeah, is the mother of the cub. The f- female lion is like the uh, always known captivity, but she's like the, the trying to break free, the rebellious one trying to uh, make deals with gazelles and stuff to like break out and yeah. Es- escape. Yeah, gazelles need to attack the keepers because... They'd never expect it from them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And of course, the, yeah. the gazelles were like, well, no, once we get out, you're going to attack us and whatever. You'll this just whole eat us, yeah. Why wouldn't you? Uh, the older lady lion doesn't want to escape. And later... Safa? Safa, yep. Mm-hmm. And later when they can, kind of have to, she doesn't want to leave. And because she was in the wild and had bad experiences that I imagine lions have. And I was not expecting that from a, uh, like what's the word per like a personified, like a human style perspective of what unpleasant lion mating is like. Um, so she, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Group. Yeah. Group attacks. Mm-hmm. Of a sexual nature. It was very unpleasant. I was not expecting that, but that is her motivation no. for not, wanting to go back to the wild she's like it's not good out there mm-hmm. um and the older the male lion just kind of was like yeah you just seem like yeah i'm yeah i'm good yeah. right but he also lived <laughs> well yeah i mean based on what you know about lions it makes sense that he's cool with this yeah and he's he's been in the wild also so he's like it's not that great i mean i think he says something about the horizons are nice but other than that there's yeah. not a whole lot out there. And the lion cub's like, you know, what's a horizon? Yeah. Because they can't see it from where they're at. And then bombs. Yep. <laughs> and and then bombs. Yeah. Well, they the okay, so they get fed like a rabbit or something. But then it was like a, then then they get like a like a donkey carcass. Yeah. yeah. The keepers. What's throw going on? Whole... That's when they were like, holy crap, something's up. Mm-hmm. Mm. And that was totally like the zookeepers like. We got to get out of here. Let's feed them something for a while. Uh, book it. Oh, is that what it was? I did not know. I assumed that that was shrapnel from a oh. bomb. No, because I think that, that that got dropped in there, this donkey carcass. 
And then they looked up and the keepers were running. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was like they have to get out of there, but they feel bad for just leaving them without food. So they throw oh. this donkey in there okay. and book it. Yeah. Um, and then the sky falls and uh, zoo's all blown up. Mm-hmm. Oh, and there was this crazy sequence. I think it's when they're there's some debate as to whether they should leave. Obviously, like they kind of want to leave, except for Safa didn't want to leave and all this. But there's a crazy sequence where they're actually leaving and bombs are still falling and stuff. And like mm-hmm. giraffe heads are ex- like giraffes heads are exploding. And like it was just bizarre. Yeah, it was. And and gory, of course. But mm-hmm. oh, yeah, yeah. It's like a stampede. There's like rhinos and elephants. And yeah, things are just getting blown up into the air. Then there's this weird like jungle book type scene where the monkeys take I the loved it. take the lion cub and try to make him. Oh their, man. Their yes. So Safa stayed behind. Yeah, the three of them are gonna take off and I don't remember how they <laughs> Oh, there was another bomb that's like Timon them. and Pumbaa where where uh Pumbaa's like, Hey, we should make him our friend and Pum and Timon's like, Hey, I got a great idea. We should make him our friend. Yeah. Except oh, it was monkeys. But yeah, so the monkeys get the lion cub and take him and they're like because they're like you know with you as our friend nobody's gonna mess with us um but then they gotta cut him to like mark them as mark him <laughs> yeah, as theirs yeah. this whole hazing thing monkeys have there's one panel and you'll see it if you follow us on twitter because i'm gonna post this thing of the ominous looking monkey face and he's like we're your family now and that just cracked me up so much um, i'm glad you take pleasure in Hold him down, boys. It's just, it's a monkey. You can't take anything a monkey does seriously. (laughs) Okay. But, uh... (laughs) Especially when he's driving a tank. And they got him across some water and, like, a little moat area in the zoo, Rebel. Mm -hmm. And, fortunately, Safa is nearby, and she saves him. And Jack... this is after she had... This is after we thought she was out. Yeah. She's like, I'm out. I'm staying here. And then she's like, nah, I'll save the boy. She jacks some monkeys up. Mm-hmm. Tears them yeah. apart. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. And then she's yeah. like, anybody? Anybody else? Uh, yeah. Reluctantly joins up with the rest of the pride. Yeah, and she's they... like, can't stay here. They'll kill me in my sleep. Uh-huh. <laughs> so they take off. Yeah. For the wild of Baghdad. Uh-huh. And uh, Safa is like, she's, I mean, like, she's old, but she's also like, Blind in one eye, and yeah. And skittish, perhaps? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. And then Newer, Newer is the uh, younger lioness. What does the male lion do that arouses the li- younger lioness? I don't think he actually does anything. He like roar at somebody or something? Maybe, but I think it's more just her being, being like free. Amped up and, yeah, yeah, okay. They go do that. He he basically tells Safa to stop it or something. I mean, like, he basically just steps up and says, okay, knock it off, because Safa and Noor are just going to get into it, because Safa thinks they should do one thing, and Noor thinks they should do another thing, and he's just like, shut up. And she's like, oh, hey. <laughs> yeah. I like this. The wild suits you. Yep. And then they, they that's the time to go, for them to go off into... Do their thing for a little bit, and then we meet a turtle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, and then we meet a turtle who's got some. Really, the turtle's there, I guess, for some exposition. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, 
But we also find out that they're not in the zoo anymore. I mean, like we knew that, but he's like, Hey, get away from my tigress. And uh, it's basically like, we're like, we're kind of led to understand that this is like the, I don't know what you'd call it, the Royal gardens or something. This is outside of what the zoo would be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is where the special animals are. Yeah, it's kind of like jungly like uh, vegetation there. Yeah. At least that's what it looked like a little bit. And the fir- the first hint that we get is these cross swords that they pass under. There's some crazy like artwork that they like walk through these gates and then there's these like hands holding cross swords and they walk under it and it just looks like this Garden of Eden area. And uh, suddenly they meet this turtle when they find the water. Yeah. And that's the turtle is the one that brought up the uh, this being the second war. Yeah. So that's why I knew it was. He's been around for a long time. How long have you been around since the first war? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they just talk about, you know, the people and what are they fighting about? And like, I don't know. Um, Names. I don't they have this brutal yeah. page of them, like, being stuck in tar or oil or something. Oh, yeah. He said there's poison under the, the, gr- the turtle. said there's poison under the ground. And it's like oil. Yeah. That and he's one of the family. few that survived it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sad stuff. Yep. And then bombs. Yeah, well, is that, no, is no, that no, no, bombs? Tanks. Or was that tanks? Tanks yeah. was that one? I mean, okay. tanks. He said yeah. something about... It doesn't matter. The, 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 That's right. It started vibrating. It's crazy because it's like Sa- Safa is mm-hmm. like, hey, the trees moved, but there's no wind, but the trees, and then boom, tanks. And she she freezes. The cub bites her tail mm-hmm. to kind of like snap her out of it, and they get out of the way. And yeah, it's just a ton of tanks. And then I believe that they meet up with the other two, mm-hmm. and the man comes to the conclusion that they need to go back the way that the tanks are coming from. Because nothing would be, there's nothing big enough to attack them, so they need to go yeah, away. Where they were. Nothing yeah. that big has enemies. Right. Yeah. yeah. So they need to go back to where they came from, because then they will be out of their path and mm-hmm. there, there won't be anything, you know. And not going to wherever those things are going to attack. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, and then they end up, it, it, is it, it's in Baghdad? Is that the city? Baghdad then? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They go straight into Baghdad, which is on fire. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, like they're not, they haven't eaten anything. Like they'll occasionally get a chance, and then like something happens, and they don't. Um, so that's kind of like their main thing. Then they find a person and debate eating him. Mm-hmm. And was, I think it was a kid. Yeah, it was a kid. Because yeah, and the debate is like you know, well, the keepers, you know, the people, the keepers were you know good to us and fed us and this and that, and they're about to, and then um, and there's some like kind of personal drama between them. The younger lioness gets. Very emotional and upset uh, at him for not listening. And I don't know, accuses him of like, oh, just the bit about spilling his seed and then whatever. Like, she gets weird. I think pride might be a really big thing to her more, more so even than him and the other. Because like, like with the gazelles, where she promised that they would need them if they worked together. And then even after they refused to work with them when they got free she still wouldn't eat the gazelle even though they didn't help her right because she's like because i'm just you know it's the point that we can control ourselves and we can keep our promises kind of a thing yeah pride yeah yeah and i think it was similar with the uh with with the kid in that case like she's like we can't do that because you know because we're gonna starve ourselves 
no, you can't eat this. Well, but then right around the corner. There was a bunch of the horses, right? Yep. <clears throat> bunch of horses. And so they chase after them. Mm-hmm. And they, well, like they're going to, but then like a bombing happens. No, they do chase after them. spooks them. No, the girl. The, they do, but oh, you know, the bombing right happens. They're, like, they're like, pounce. hey, wait for it. Wait for it, and then bombs. So then the two the two females take off after them, mm-hmm. and the two guys just kind of yeah lays up mm-hmm. behind him. Was it Noor takes off into the palace and sees that mural of the uh, winged lion with mm-hmm. the lightning behind it, mm-hmm. and meets the next big crazy threat. I think it's both the lionesses are in there, actually. Yeah, and they come across the lion that was um, kind of starved, like a male, messed a up, male and lion. chained yeah. up. Yeah. But then they, yeah, then they come across. And there, there when he dies, that was really sad. What? Too. The male lion, because he was oh. alive when they first got there. Yeah, because he was a he was a pet of the of probably uh, Saddam. Mm. There's also a, a bear. There's yeah. also a bear in there. Yeah, what? yeah. So they get. He is creepy, like horror movie creepy. Yeah, mm-hmm. the way he was drawn and his dialogue, like it was good. He was kind of a good like mm-hmm. villain. Yeah. Um, and vin- like vindictive it was like give him an opportunity to like you know get one of you give yourselves up and I'll let the other go and they refused and he's like mm-hmm. okay well then you're both whatever anyway so the the uh, lionesses get in a fight with him um, it's not going well. And then the cub and the male lion join up. There's a fantastic bit where I'm like, man, it's so like cinematic kind of and over the top that I've tr- it amuses me to kind of like try to envision this. But so the lion's fighting the bear and they go out this wind. They're like on a second story and they go through this hole in the wall. So it's like very cinematic. Oh, man. Yeah. He like knocks him through a hole in the wall. And they fought, you know, total action movie stuff but then the horses are outside and uh oh and the bears jacked up from the fall but Uh then they get the horses to stampede over the bear yeah which pretty much does him in Mm -hmm. i think he might have still been alive why do they not eat him because they want him to suffer see yeah this is silliness oof this is silly again again with this book holy crap Mm -hmm. um they're like, screw you, Baloo. You can lay there in pain. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> Another tailspin. Uh, O-E-O. O-E-A. <laughs> and then they find a horizon. Yep. They find and, it like a rubble oh, to a high spot. And it's a beautiful horizon. Oh, yep. And it's a beautiful splash page, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's just like, is that a horizon? And it totally is. Even though you can tell that like the city's been bombed and... Yeah, beautiful page. And then Thwack. Thwack they thwack, enjoy thwack. they enjoy it. They enjoy it for like two seconds, two pages, and then boom. Zill gets sniped. That's his name, the lion. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then poor old blind lady, who is blind now, both of her eyes are gone. Oh yeah, she lost her other eye yeah, in the fight Safa's, with the bear. Safa's totally blind now. Doesn't even know what boom. happened, but she's freaking Machine out. Machine gun fire. Yeah. Just boom. Ugh. And they take yeah, and then the uh, the cub and the the younger yeah. lioness, N- then Nora and Allie, just boom, blown and away then, with. And then guns. all of a sudden, uh, American flag. Yeah, American Broidered flag, American patch. Not no. yeah. not just that American flag patch, uh, with the dialogue, Jesus Christ, 
I was like, yeah. oh man, that's interesting. And they're oh. just, it was coming right for me. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh man, total South Park. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, oh, you know, well, they're free now. And they're just like, oh crap, holy crap, where'd they come from? The zoo? Yeah. They're yeah. free now. Are they liberated? Uh, uh, yeah, and that's So the, yeah, that's everybody we've been following in this entire trade is now dead. And we get a couple more pages, a couple more splash pages. The ravens get out. Oh, yeah. The sky is falling. We kind of follow them. What's that last bit? What's that last text? There's like the text on two pages. It's yeah. Just... In April of 2003, four lions escaped the Baghdad Zoo during the bombing of Iraq. The starving animals were eventually shot and killed by U.S. soldiers. There were other casualties as well. That last line, yeah. like oh, uh huh. And then okay. they show, then they show that uh, that um, like sculpture. Like the uh, the raven lands on top of the sculpture, which is a lion pinning a man. Yeah, like a yeah. man wrestling with a lion, and that's it. That's the final page. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, story's pretty straightforward. Um, Depressing. Yeah. Yeah. What'd you guys think of this? Depressing. Okay. <laughs> I mean, oof, oof. I'm kind of okay that it took us three years to get here. Yeah, I mean, and not knowing anything really about it beforehand, I I had hoped the whole entire time that something good might happen until the very end. Mm-hmm. So that sucked for me. It's abrupt. Like I said, it's a quick read. And when it's over, like it's, I didn't, I should have expected it to be over, but like I should, I think I, I don't know. I posted in the Facebook group, like I should have seen it coming, mm-hmm. but I didn't. And yeah. So you're, I'm expecting. Like, I reread this, it, and I was like, "Oh, I forgot that's how it ends." I expected the journey yeah. to continue, and I was like, "Oh, no, never, never mind." I guess that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I uh, even knew it was not a happy ending, but I was like, "Whoa." Okay, tangent. We have had a lot of anthropomorphic animals. Yeah. On oh. this podcast. Uh huh. I mean, like we three mouse pride of Baghdad. I don't know if bone counts. Mm, kind of like. Yeah, What's yeah, a lot of talking animals on this show. Duncan the Wonder What's Dog. What's up, pull list? You know what's funny though, if you break it down, like percentage of talking animal books that's super depressing in a somewhat realistic oh, man. way versus like by, all the other books by which far are usually superhero yeah. stuff. Yeah, like what is it about? They're gonna handle like real world depressing topics. Well, let's say at least package it as talking animals, or is that just part of? Is that the whole animal farm thing? Uh, no, no. I think it's worse than that. I think it's... You know how when you watch a movie and you see the, a dog get shot the and... The dog's worse than the car- human character? Oh, because yeah. people... I am legend thing. Pe- people yeah. have become desensitized to other people... To people killing each other, basically, I think. Oh. And so that's just another story or another book. But when you do it with animals, then it becomes something re- more real and painful for somehow. Yeah. And maybe they'll actually see things for what they are. That makes sense. Except maybe in, in, I mean, not all of them are exactly done that way. Maybe mm-hmm. Mouse might have been a little, a bit of the opposite, which would be just too messed up to, to do that with people yeah. in that case. But other than that, I would say that it, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, my kingdom for motorcycle dog clowns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Would you recommend this book? 
It's just somebody that was super happy and needed to come down a little bit, maybe. Oh, you look like you're having a good day. <laughs> Read this. You'll love it. Well, I'm not going to give it to somebody who's already oh, depressed. No. I mean, like somebody that's already kind of got their pulse, like their finger on the pulse of what's what was happening and politically and whatnot. I mean, like, it's a great, it's a great story and it's very well done. It's executed well, and that's not a pun. And normally it is. Yeah. Like the art's well done. The writing is well done. It's, it's a great Brian K. Vaughn piece. It is a great, just, it's a great book. It's a great story. Uh, it's just depressing as all hell. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would recommend it to the right people. I think. If if you're looking for the horrors of war, man, this is like it draws it just into perfect contrast, you know, like what we think war is about and what the rest of the, you know, you know, like just existence, just life. Like this is a totally different perspective on what war does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I still, although I guess, you know, like you're saying about it being more impactful when you see it uh, happen to animals and stuff. But I think it kind of makes it somewhat more digestible mm-hmm. because something, no, I, I feel like it almost makes it worse. Yeah. I mean, you're not wrong. I mean, like it does, it's the perfect lens to look at it, but it almost is like, Oh my God, this is so horrible. On the upside, like it definitely, it takes away racial or national prejudices that a reader might have okay. Yeah. by okay. focusing yeah. it on the animals. And I think that's very yeah. smart. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I definitely get that. That's true. It keeps it makes it so that you can be like, well, this is just a story about animals, not about people. So mm-hmm. you can get away with more horror, perhaps mm-hmm. being done than you could if they were people. But the emotional impact is still there and possibly even heightened. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. When I was, and I generally try to avoid reviews of things if it's something we're going to talk about. But when I was trying to track this book down. I think I found myself on Amazon and looked through a review or two that people left. And one complaint was that it was too short. And given the subject matter, they felt like, I'm not quite sure the angle that this particular reviewer was coming at it from, but given the subject matter, it, the sub, the subject matter deserved a longer book. Like Mm -hmm. the, the, it felt too light given what it was trying to convey. And I'm not sure that I agree with that. It is very short because it is short. And as you're going through it, it it's not necessarily an adventure. It's always like a war thing is happening. Mm-hmm. But like, you're like, well, it feels like, okay, we're on this big journey. Like they're released from the zoo and getting into tuffles and trying to find food. But then it ends and you're like, well, that was short. And even our breakdown, even though we kind of, you know, draw it out a little bit, like we broke it down pretty succinctly, like not much happens. Yeah, they don't seem to it doesn't, get very far. It doesn't far. seem like it would have been more than no. like half a day, actually. If that, but, yeah. But and, yeah. but the end couple does, hours. The end makes it weird be, in that it says that they were half starved, and I'm like, it really probably should have been a lot longer than. Yeah, yeah. Because they also, weren't starved. They weren't starved at the time, at least it, when when we began the zoo. And you know, it was a fictional account, but realistically, those animals would have eaten. Um, Everything they would have yeah. eaten what they come across that they passed up in the. Spot. Oh yeah, but they would have. They would have ate the person. It wouldn't have been. Yeah, it's part of. My cat tries to eat my face almost every night. I'm sure you're sure a lion would eat a dead body. Yeah, ah. 
Although they're they really aren't they really aren't scavengers, so if it had been dead for a while, they probably wouldn't. But, mm. but if it was fresh, like the person they came across, yeah, then they would have. I would. I guess I would recommend this to lots of people. I mean, if they're, I don't. It's a great work. It's a great work. It's just I would have to. It's kind of like Mouse, but not quite in the same way. It's about war, and I would have to find the right person that uh, is okay with reading about war. I think like Mouse, but in a less dense, more less dense, less somewhat less spiritually oppressive, genocidal, genocidal, um, and more reader friendly way. Like it's a good book to give to somebody who's might, might not necessarily be a comic book reader and be like, this is something the kitty picture book medium can accomplish. Yeah. Okay. Tell so me this last, doesn't make you feel last, like something at the end, you know? Yeah. yeah. Last episode, uh, last episode we had a, we had a clip from make dad read comics. Mm-hmm. And I believe if I, if I've listened to enough episodes of make dad read comics, I believe that dad got a copy of this for Christmas from Patrick at some point. And I would be really interested to hear them do this. If, if they haven't already, mm-hmm. I mean, like maybe I need to just go back into their archives, but I feel like they got this, um, I would really love to hear dad's commentary on this. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Cause I feel like this is right up his alley. So it makes perfect sense that this was a Christmas gift or birthday or whatever. Right. Yeah. So Patrick, what's the word? Have you, are you guys planning to cover this or have we just missed it? Yeah. Yeah. Let us know. Cause yeah, I want to hear that episode. Me too. And I don't even listen to other people's podcasts, but I'll make Randy. You don't listen to any make... podcasts, including ours. Oh, well, <laughs> that's true. I don't listen to anything that I don't listen to podcast anything. I barely listen to music. You know the you know the interesting thing about uh, make dad read comics is it's the podcast for people that don't read comic books, but I also feel like it's the podcast for people who don't listen to podcasts. No, I know. I I told Randy, I'm like, if I were going to listen to any podcast, that would be the one it would be. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, so we're totally promoting another podcast on this. That's how good it is. Yep, <laughs> we promote them often. Well, um, we do. It's, it's a great, uh, n- not by accident, mm-hmm. and they're good. Yeah, yeah, it's a great. It's a uh, great idea. Exactly. Let's take a little departure. We already pimped the letters page and how to get a hold of it. So refer to that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's do our letters page, and we're going to do something a little bit different. Okay. Oh, good. Oh, good. This episode, the letters page will be the YouTube comments page. We gotta... Oh, I feel like this is going to take a dark turn just like this week's poll list pick. Yeah. Because so, we, got, we got a fun one. We got a fun one that I think we can address real quick here. Um, this is on our YouTube video, the YouTube uh, version of the Garlics podcast, episode 41, Neo Steam Cyber Clone Punk. And since I mentioned it, I will link it in the show notes. What was that about? That was the episode in which we discussed the original 1995 Ghost in the Shell anime, also cloning, and more, according to the description oh, that yeah, I wrote. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Bruce Lee, come on. Oh, yeah. Cloning mm-hmm. Bruce Lee and starting, a, like, a, a super band. Uh, yeah. Jimi Hendrix, yeah. Holy, oh, yeah. Great episode. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, this we is classic. Yeah. Yeah. We um, laughed a lot. <laughs> and 
Okay, so how do we want to handle this? Now, we have the episode, we have the comment here. We also have, Jesse has an interesting interpretation of the comment. I, 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 yeah, yeah. Go ahead and read it. And then I want to like, um, I'm a teacher, so I want to correct it. I want to, uh, what, what's the word? I don't know. Correct it. You want to, you want to, yeah, you want to proofread. I want to proofread and, uh, edit and change it. Yes. I, I, so I have, I have another version. Okay. So there is some strong language in this comment. I'm going to verbally, uh, bleep. One word that is actual profanity. That is actual profanity, and then other words that are very that's very uh, that. But I will leave insensitive, a very, very insensitive, insensitive yes. and socially uh, generally unacceptable words. Mm-hmm. I'll leave those in. Yes, but I'll leave out. But just know we do not condone it. No, this is a comment. Listen, this is a YouTube comment we got, and that should tell you exactly what we are in for. Yeah, <laughs> Andre Isis, according to the name, posted. Uh, commented with waste of time you morons esp i'm guessing they mean especially mm-hmm. you know you morons especially skank no expletive about gits uh which threw me and jesse both at first and we figured we, he's talking about ghost in the shell i mean i don't know we don't know much about gits so i'm assuming no no expletive about gits epic retard podcast Stop laughing. Are you retards? So, so <laughs> that actually makes me laugh. That makes me laugh. <laughs> Stop laughing makes me laugh. Oh, it's an epic podcast. Um, that's the comment we got today. And uh, I thought it was fun. So so I, uh, I have some notes for them. <laughs> See, we're about, we're about <laughs> okay. constructive, being constructive. Here, okay, so. okay. So Here's your notes. I mean, I mean, like, if you wanted us to change, you could give us some, uh, some, you know, I don't know, options, some notes, something. Okay, so here's how I would have phrased it, sir. Dear Fake News Grolics Podcast, it is clear to me that you are not experts on Ghost in the Shell. This frustrates me. My frustration is intensified by the fact that you seem to enjoy your blissful ignorance by laughing at things you do not understand. Please stop podcasting, especially skank. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, see, that's that's bad. I mean... Come on, come on. We understand where that's going to go. You know, like, okay, that gives us a direction. Even if it's not where we want to go, stop podcasting. That's a direction. You didn't even give us that. Nope. You nope. just said we were a waste of time, which may be true, but well, yeah. stop laughing. Come on. We enjoy, come on. Who we does that? enjoy our, our you know, well, hobby. I mean, I mean, come on, let's be serious. This guy was probably laughing the entire time he posted this. He was like, you guys with trigger warning words, <laughs> you're, the, you're the worst. You wasted my whole day. I'm laughing the whole time. I'm Stop laughing. This. Why are you laughing? Well, who laughs? Nobody does that. Yeah. How dare they call Randy a skank? Yeah. That's uh-huh. weird. Not a Come on. How would you know? How would you got? How would you even know, YouTube? Uh, 
so I, I left to reply as Grelix podcast. It's some ridiculous fun. Um, you know, if you want a listener, go check it out or not. It's not really worth your time. It's definitely it, not it, worth it, this it guy's might, time. Well, you know, I mean, but it, it is a callback to a past episode. So, I mean, we would respond in the only way we know how, and that is with an inside joke. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not going to seem weird at all. Yeah. So I said, no skank. I'm not skank. That's skank right there. Skank's dead. And then a laughing cat face because cat dancing all those all always always yeah, cat dancing yeah forever. Which forever. if you don't understand that inside joke, you should go back to our crow episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, that's it. I thought that was fun, and uh, I was right. We had we had to. We really, you know, and and this is the really sick and bizarre part of our podcast. We enjoy any kind of letters page ever possible. Mm-hmm. Oh god. <laughs> I'm not saying that you should call us whatever words you want, but skanks and, and do respond. And mentally deficient folk. That's it, not polite. Yeah, come on. Come on. What year is it? Come on. We waste of time. Yes, sir. I mean, I mean but we whatever. got that time. That doesn't. That <laughs> yeah. doesn't. That it's, doesn't surprise me. But come on. And then you took extra time to tell us. So you took, yeah, yeah, and a lot of periods, dude. You don't need that many periods. We call that a fragment sentence. That's why I redid it for you. And where's the capitalization? Mm-hmm. None. No. This, none. This grammar is terrible. And I. Yeah. I I, I don't understand how he put. No, not we don't know, but we know no expletive about gits. I know all the gits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. All the gits have told me how much I know about the gits. We were very clear about the, what we know and what we don't know about gits. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you go back to that episode, you'll see it's it's very clear. That we are, we don't usually, uh, we don't usually dip our toes into the manga. Uh, community, you know, and so we were very sensitive to that fact. But for YouTube, not sensitive enough. No, nope. guess I I uh, try not to uh, talk about anything feelings that I might have about something that was made for a language I do not speak because there's probably some things that didn't make it over in translation, so I would not get it all. Why would yeah. they? Uh, you know. I'm, I'm, and I'm, my point is, I, I'm not, I don't think I'm getting all the translation in this comment because some things seem to be missing to me. Oh, I'm sure this, no, I'm sure their English is the first language. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, if you apply that to uh, Ghosts in the Shell, like, there's a cultural barrier there. We're applying what we know to the content at hand. Yeah. And generally, we were overwhelmingly positive. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I like the movie. Yeah. That's all right. It's okay. We're not for everyone. We laugh a lot. It's okay. We like it. At first, when he said gits, I was like, is this, is this a British thing? It sounds like a British slang. Gits. It does sound like a British slang. In which case, I was like, yeah, I don't know anything about gits. <laughs> it probably is a British thing. It's just uh, completely different than what we were discussing. Also. I mean, he's not using it as that, but I mean, there's probably another word. Oh, yeah. You get. I swear get I've heard mo. it before. Wait, what? Gitmo, get, get that's something else, too. 
I want to look at that. Oh, yeah. By the way. Wait, that's offensive, too. It's a British insult uh, denoting an unpleasant, silly, incompetent, stupid, annoying, senile, elderly, or childish person. I get Yep. I knew it was. I knew I heard it was. Whoa, whoa. Mm-hmm. That's meta. <laughs> <laughs> Next month, we will be talking about uh, Invincible and something else. Who knows what else? Yeah. Mystery podcast. mystery it'll be september it'll be back to school it'll be awesome come back find out all right come on we're in this is awesome we're in the grolic studios look it's a plate of mel's hot biscuits i've heard about those oh my god check it out jesse and randy's beard oil i didn't know you can buy that in buckets well that sam club's membership is really paying off okay let's get in their computer and drop this promo okay let's do it we're the Roman Podcast, and in the future, we're sneaking a promo on the Grolic Show. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, no, okay, seriously. Go, it's go, it's go. Here, sir. here we go. I'm Roman LeBeau. And I'm Rob Gast. And we're from the Roman Podcast. We're just two Canadian guys getting together once a week to put our own spin on weird stories and trending news. That's right. You can get our show every Wednesday night on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, the Laughable app, and of course, here on the EMC Podcast Network. Okay, I think this. I think we got it. Uh, put that on their show. Let's get out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hang on. While I'm in their computer, I'm just going to update their comic book pull list for the next few months. What are you adding? Captain Canuck, of course. <laughs> nice. <laughs> this has been Randy. Don't send a rabbit to kill a Grolix. This is Melanie, and I wish I knew how to Grolix you. And this is Jesse. It's times like this. My Grolix Timon here says, you gotta put your behind in your past. Thank you for listening to the Grolix Podcast. The Grolix Podcast is a production of the Electronic Media Collective and Vorpal Arrow Studios. For more Grolix Podcasts, check out GrolixPodcast.com. Also find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, YouTube, ElectronicMediaCollective.com, Facebook.com slash Grolix Podcast, Twitter.com slash Grolix Podcast, all the dot com slash all the Grolix Podcast. Uh-oh. The screen. Screens. <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've broken <laughs> Melanie. Oh no. Oh no. Oh. It's flashpoint.